Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. Thank you for listening. Number 140 in the series. Uh, thanks to FXR Racing. Uh, Brock Tickle using FXR Racing. Well, I guess he did. Now he's not. Uh, Phil Nicoletti won a Supercross championship with FXR Racing. Enzo Lopes, his brother-in-law, also FXR Racing. Uh, Publimex30 is the code to save at FXRRacing.com. Please check them out. Designed by racers for racers. Being as it's November already, please check out all their snow stuff as well. That's where they really, really crush it. Their 2021 MX designs are, are, are looking really good out there. So please check those guys out. For more information, check them out. FXRRacing.com. Thanks to the folks at Race Tech. Uh, get your motor work done. Get some gold valves put in the forks. Get your uh, forks and shocks serviced. Get your bike working right with the folks at Race Tech. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Vintage stuff also. They do a lot of vintage stuff, street bike, vintage, uh, flat tracking. Racetech.com for more information. they got a great website. It's uh, very, very informative. Thank you to Firepower, Namira Pistons, and, of course, the folks at Maxxis Tires as well for coming on board this podcast. All right. My guest this week. Not a man who's used to being on a privateer podcast, but that is his new life, and he is the new rider over at uh, Rock River Manluck Racing. It's Alex Martin. What's up, Troll Train? Steve, what's happened? It's a pleasure to be here. Seems like that long, not that long ago we were in a hotel room in Redbud doing one of these uh, when you were riding for JGR guys, but now you got your new deal settled and final finalized and everything else. So um, I guess let's just talk about this for a little bit. Um, JGR went away. How close were you? I know you talked to Mitch and uh, and a couple other people. Were you close to hanging it up, though? Did you think about it? Was that something that came came across your mind? Um, no, no. Uh, to be honest, it, it, you know, throughout the year there was times um, like Red Bud Two, like where I kind of was like an eight nine guy. Yeah. On any in, in given weekend, where I was like, man, I'm I'm over this. Like I'm ready to retire. <laughs> but you know, it just sucks. I feel like. You know, I was third in the championship for a lot of the outdoors, um, you know, and I had a bonus there, which I was really going after. And just to be, to, to break my fibula in the last race, not even be able to compete at Paula. Yeah. I just felt like I had unfinished business. And, you know, um, in my mind, like you're, you know, I was 30, I just, I turned 31 in October, but um, I still feel like I have many good years left, mm-hmm. you know, at least a couple good years left. And, you know, and I think you're seeing across the board in a lot of sports, like athletes are competing longer and longer now. Um, yeah, I just felt like I, I still have something left to prove. And um, for me, it was really exciting just this whole Yamaha thing coming up. Being back on a Yamaha and the possibility of that engine, um, you know, it's no secret that the 250 class is kind of a horsepower game. Yeah. And it was exciting for me to be, to yeah, to have that opportunity pop up. Um, so how did it come together? What worked on? Obviously, you rode for uh, Cycle Trader Rock River years ago uh, after eleven ten, and it really, you really, you know, emerged from those guys. Uh, Chris, Chris and Christina are no longer there. Mike Duclos still the owner. I did one of these podcasts with him maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Really interesting and truthful guy. And Manluck Racing has been around for a couple of years with some different riders. Um, mm-hmm. How did it come together? All of it. Uh, well, I guess. To rewind a little bit, like after Paula, um, I was hitting Mitch up hard. Like I actually changed my flight and like yeah. literally crushed crushed into his office and was like, "Mitch, <laughs> give me a ride." You know, um, I just feel like being on a PC Cowie would be a huge opportunity for me in my career, and um, just to never be able to race that bike and on that team is it would be kind of a bummer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, yeah, I mean, I had a broken leg, and they had they had a tryout with like four different riders, and obviously, you know, I couldn't fly yeah. out to california and ride the bike um i mean granted i think it was for 
not very much money. Did did but, Mitch tell you that Mathis has already been telling me about you? Did did that? Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't name drop, <laughs> okay. but he said I was on the list. So I'm like, okay. all right. So yeah, I went like probably two weeks where I was blowing him up almost every day. Yeah. Um, and then you know, but I also still like thinking the JGR thing was going to come together. Right. And it, honestly, it wasn't until like like really a week before JGR folded where I was like, okay, this is this is bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, because I like I went through. I underwent surgery on my leg and um, I was just like in a state where like, I thought things would work out and I was hurt and trying to heal. And then uh, once I kind of came to my senses and J-Bone kind of gave me a little heads up and I was like, all right, we have to make some phone calls. And actually this, yeah, the, the Rock River guys, they called me about a possible opportunity and yep. I was all about it just to be, I'm familiar with the program. I'm familiar with working with Mike Duclos. Yep. Um, I mean, it's a bummer. Christine is not there now, but they have a new team manager and uh, Jim Lewis, the merge. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. honestly is phenomenal. He's a brilliant mind in terms of like putting suspension, you know, working with suspension and engines and stuff. Yep. So it's, I, I really like the package they had kind of put together and yeah, just being back on a Yamaha and do close relationship with Yamaha. Yep. Um, and I was able to bring my own gear money to the table too, which helped. So yeah, there's a lot of positives. I'm actually pretty pretty stoked on what we've gotten together so far. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Jim Lewis, I know him uh, well over the years, and yeah, he's done done good work with a lot of people and a lot of teams. So that that works out awesome. And um, are you going to be solo? Is it going to be going to have a couple riders? Do you know? Um. So as of right now, I, I think it's just me. Yeah. Um. You know, and to be honest, it's I know like budget wise, we're not going to be where some of those factory teams are. So it's almost easier if it is just one guy. Yep. Um, especially with the 250 side of it, you know, um, just making sure we kind of put all of our eggs in one basket mm-hmm. and have it. And I was up front with the guys. I'm like, listen, I want a good engine. Yeah. Um, Cause that's the biggest thing in the 250 class, you know, and with little bro being on the star Yamaha, I'm like, dude, I got to get my, I got to make sure we're, <laughs> yeah. we're upper game, you know? Yeah. I was talking to little bro uh, at Paris maybe i don't know whenever i was there three weeks ago a month ago and um yeah no sorry yeah i was talking to him three weeks but it wasn't about you i talked to your brother last week or the week week and a half ago for the racer x thing and we were talking about you and he he said to me he's like uh, he said like i i told him to go to mitch's crutch down there and i told him you know there's no chance that you shouldn't go to mitch's and then he said that you had a chance to maybe ride other brands, and then he was saying to you, "You got to get on a Yamaha." Which I mean, obviously, look, you, you know, you don't need him to tell you that, um, but obviously, you agreed with that. Like, take a lesser deal, quote unquote, to get on Blue in that in that class, and uh, you know, we both thought that, that was probably a good idea. So that that's that's where we're at, right? With the, with that bike and that engine. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, you know, I, I talked to Chris Wheeler and gave him a heads up on what I was doing before I signed this Yamaha contract. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I just wanted to be upfront. I was like, listen, I've rode, I've rode these other bikes and I know they're off of where these star Yamahas are. Yeah. I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> like <laughs> I would almost rather retire than, than ride another brand at this point yeah. just because that's where I feel like the Yamaha is like, mm-hmm. that's where it's elevated to in the sport. And then like hearing my brother, like for sure, like he was in my head. Cause like his feedback from the first week in the bike, <laughs> yeah. there is, there are so many positive vibes that I'm like, dude, like, yep. you know, this is the route I have to go. Like, um, you know, I was talking to other teams for sure. And actually it was pretty cool. Just the, um, you know, honestly, I really did appreciate a lot of the guys, like the Penrite Honda guys and Bar X and them reaching out to me. Yep. 
um, Phoenix Honda. Like it was really cool to see that people cared and wanted to support me. Um, but ultimately it just came down to the brand in the Yamaha. Yeah. Wanting to be back on that. Yep. Yep. And, 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 you know, you know, Mike, the close, you know, a little bit and he, you know, he, he doesn't do a ton. He does what he, but he does what he says he's going to do. You know what I mean? Like there's not millions of dollars over there, but you know, he's also not going to stiff you. He's going to do what he says he can do, you know? So. Right. And I'm, I'm also coming in, um, prepared to be like, Hey, you know, um, we all, we all have to collaborate. We all have to work together. Yeah. Um, make sure, you know, everybody's on the same page and right. we have enough, you know, parts on the semi, you know, if I crash and break some handlebars, like, do we have extra, <laughs> do we have spare bars? Like, yeah, yeah. Things like that. But also you probably get a say in some of that stuff, right? Like, Hey, I want to use this brand of grips and bars and you know, wheels or whatever. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. It's oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, that's, that's been kind of one of the coolest part too, is like, I almost feel like this is, um, like my team that I've been able to do close has been very transparent with me. Like, Hey, do you, do you want these bars? Do you want these tires? Do you want this pipe? Like, so yeah. that's been pretty cool yep. too. Do you know what you're running for tires? Um, I think it'll be Dunlop. Dunlop. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah interesting program for sure. And Manalock racing is, is uh, been around a little bit. I believe the guy's Canadian. And uh, he's been yeah. he's been helping riders for a couple of years, so that's good. A little bit more backing there from him. Yeah. Well, and honestly, when I reached out to Duclos, I didn't really realize it was going to be like three the three teams coming together. Yeah. To one. Yep. Um, when and when I kind of found that, I was like, all right, let's get a contract going. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I feel like that'll help a lot. You're gonna stay and answer then. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're getting some gear money that when, way. When's this When's this podcast come out? <laughs> uh, it'll It'll probably be out tomorrow. So. Okay. All right. Sweet. So So maybe not answer, but we hope so. Anyways. Yeah, um, we're working that way. Okay, yeah. that's good. Um, yeah. So yourself financially, it is a step down for you for sure. But there's Yamaha contingency, and you know you'll have some bonuses. Have you Have you Have you going to insure yourself? Did you talk to Yamaha about bonuses? Any of that stuff come in? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the cool thing is I've been able to, I mean, I've been wheeling and dealing to answer right, <laughs> 100%. Man, I was talking to you, I was texting you about uh, the deals. Listen, listen, I would love to get Troll back in X. I yeah, mean, you've yeah. never been better than when you, when you were X-Brand. We know this. I know, man. We've been wheeling, dealing. And, right. uh, yeah, so that's cool because I've kind of been the organized uh, salary from each of the companies and right. also like a contingency program. And honestly, when you add it all up, I feel like I'm in a good spot. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of exciting too is I've been able to – it's it's kind of like I've come full circle because the beginning of my career, you know, I was a privateer. I didn't have the name or the brand. Yeah. And people were like, okay, here's free product, but that's it. And now people are like – I feel like I've kind of built the respect to where – people are answering my phone calls and they're getting back to me in a timely manner. And, and honestly, it's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty cool in that position. Yeah. I think you're, you're a respected guy. You know, I think you're easy to deal with. You're, you're friendly to everybody. So that that's all, you know, when you don't go around acting like an idiot in your career, when you, when, when everybody is on the downside or the end the backside, I shouldn't say downside backside of your career, you will need help or favors or whatever. And these people remember this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like all the goodwill that you've you've built up with dealing with sponsors and being professional and, and returning phone calls and doing what you said you would do is going to help you at this point. So that's good. oh, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I think our as you know, it's you can't burn bridges in our sport. It's it's just too small. The industry is too small, and what goes around comes around. Yeah. Um, whether it's like next year or ten years, like at some point, I feel like things are full circle. Right. So when do you start? How's the leg? When do you start testing with Jim? When do you, I guess you're going to have to head out to Texas for that, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he has, uh, I think, a shop in Compound 77, kind of the Texas-Oklahoma border. So yep. that'll probably be a couple weeks. Going to be back on the bike riding outdoors probably next week, just kind of get used to the chassis and feel it all out. Right. Um, so. your, your brother there wouldn't stop talking about the way the bike handled. And I'm like, yeah, but listen, Jer, yeah, the thing's, the thing's amazing power-wise. And he just kept talking about the, the, the handling and the chassis with me. So Yeah, he brought that up to me several times. Right. We've had plenty of conversations uh, right. where he's He's pretty pretty stoked on life right now. So right, uh, we got to get you some firepower, firepower batteries and chains. Of course, they got oil as well. Over fifty years' experience in the industry, Firepower commits to quality, value, and service for your machine. They offer chains made in Japan, Featherlight lithium batteries, and oil to stand the test of any power sports vehicle. The new oil was built from the ground up by a leading OEM manufacturer who's the highest quality. They offer standard mineral oil all the way to ester fortified full synthetic racing oils blended in the USA. Firepowerparts.com. A lot of privateers, a lot of teams use their batteries and chains as well, and uh, they do a great job over at Firepower. So let me know if you need help from those guys, Troll Train. I'll, I'll dial you in. All right. Thanks, Steve. 10%. Uh, 10%. Yeah, exactly. Um, can you believe – I was just talking to somebody else about this. Phil. Oh, Phil on Monday night, last Monday night. Can you yeah. believe Jer is back with Star Racing? I can't – I would – whatever money you wanted to put – that Jeremy Martin ends up back at Star Racing, I would have probably bet it. I would have you bet know, it. No, I was actually listening to a podcast last week, and um, <laughs> uh, you guys are you guys were even throwing out the ex girlfriend thing, and I was dying laughing. It, it's amazing. It's incredible that I mean, oh, look, right. hey, the, he's he's a he's a favorite to grab the outdoor title uh, next year for sure, based on on how he rode, and they want to win, and he wants to win, and and so that that's what happens. But Jesus, troll train, I can't believe it. I mean, honestly, just kind of having a rough idea of like horsepower numbers, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, rough. I mean, rough for sure. But if like from the Suzuki to the Honda, um, just what you, what we kind of think the Yamaha is putting out, it's like, I mean, it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And so for him, like he's his confidence is all time right now, just knowing that he's not a disadvantage anymore. I mean, and if anything, I think whether it was me on TLD or Suzuki mm-hmm. or him on Honda, like I think we've basically known that our bikes were at a disadvantage for yeah. years and so we just covered we unturned every stone i mean from the nutrition side to the training side putting in more volume more intervals just trying to trying to find that edge you know and i think the problem is when you're when you're down competitively from a bike standpoint from an equipment standpoint you you start to push a little harder um you know and you can get a little too aggro right, and the right. becomes a little bit more of a risk mm-hmm. and so i think now being able to relax and knowing you have that equipment. Um, right. It goes a long way. Well, it goes a long way. Watch the end of Millville Moto 2 for an example of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, know, that was probably one of the more impressive motos I've ever seen my brother have. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Um, but again, there was so much hostility there, though, Troll Train. Yeah. And they yeah, all made water. up. They're all fine. Water under the bridge. I water guess. Bridge. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like it. I'm fine with yeah. it, man. Uh, there's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I, I never thought I'd be back on Saryama either, but, I mean, shoot, a lot, a lot can happen in yeah. four years. No, you're right. You got a good point. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life with uh, Alex Martin. Back to being a privateer. So this means now you privateer life. You got to skimp on, uh, on those five-star hotels, Alex, the rental cars, all of that kind of stuff. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, we're looking at probably Airbnb, Airbnb life, right? Yeah, that's we're, true. We're true. Be in Houston for a week, yeah. Indy for an, a week. So, yep. Now, will you do west or east, or even no? 
Who knows? I mean, I'm definitely planning on East for sure. Okay. Um, but with the injury and stuff, like, I yep. mean, I have to be realistic. So, um, no, game plan is East Coast, but, right. I mean, we're taking it week by week. So. And, and, you, and, and the Nationals, of course, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and do you have an out clause if somebody came calling, if something happened? Have you crossed that bridge? Do you need to cross that bridge? Uh, is that something that, you know, you could see? Uh, I mean, to be honest, no, just because I'm going to be pretty tied in with my gear deals. Okay, so yeah, you're um, in. And I, I kind of don't want the out clause. Like, I'd rather just work with these these mm-hmm. great people and kind of make it happen on right. this team. And, you know, I feel like, honestly, just kind of looking back at what I accomplished with Rock River in 2015, 2014, I mean, yeah. it's, it's I've already done it, so. Right. Um, okay. So yeah, you get back on the bike. How's the leg? Everything fine? Like it was pretty basic break, right? And everything from what I understand, what you're telling me. Yeah. It's pretty... Yeah. I had, to, I was kind of bummed. I had to have surgery. Uh-huh. So, uh, Dr. Chung had, in Orlando, um, waited like eight or nine days after Paula actually, which kind of sucked. But, um, I got probably two or three different opinions, ended up getting surgery, plate and eight screws. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we're like four and a half weeks, um, post surgery. So yep. yeah, looking to be back on the bike five weeks out. So Honestly, healing has went really well, so yeah. we're looking good. We've but, been putting in the miles. Yeah, not so bad. Cause yeah, you've been pedaling everything else, right? You're on a, you're on this uh, little excursion. Um, well, I guess before we get too far, I want to thank the folks at Namira Pistons as well. Alex Ray using Namira Pistons, uh, Troll Train. I guess you didn't know that. Um, a Ray using Namira Pistons since 2001. Namira has been supplying factory level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four. Weekend Warriors to top athletes, Namira Advanced Piston Technology has increased engine performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Namira.com, please check them out for all the latest news and application updates as well. Um, hey, so what, what, you got some side ventures going on. Can we talk a little bit about that? Or is that oh, we got it. Okay, gotta. yeah, please do. Let's let's talk about this because you are branching out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I think a lot of anyone that follows motocross kind of knows the you know, my fitness, Jeremy and I, especially the brothers, we kind of have the fitness thing down in outdoor mm-hmm. motocross. And I've always had a passion for learning about it and whatnot. Like a, c- a couple of years ago, I actually took a strengthening conditioning course. Yeah. Just trying to further my knowledge base. Um, and so, yeah, I had a little venture. Went out to Reno, Nevada last week and met up with Miles Brazil and John Wessling. And we kind of have a little, the three of us are kind of the brainchild of trolltraining.com. So nice. Um, honestly, this is something I'm really, really excited about because I feel like while I'm still racing, it's kind of a great, I mean, I'm aware that, you know, we don't race forever. Right. Right. And I want to kind of go down this road with the training and I want to kind of give back to the community on what I've learned, um, you know, from training with Tyla kind of being around the Baker's factory and Swanee and, um, you know, training at Carmichael's like I've kind of been around like club MX even and, uh, I've learned a lot and and I want to kind of pass that down to the next generation and and even your average motocrosser whether it's I mean basically what we're looking at is like an online training platform um, we'll have a website we'll have an app and um, just basically it's going to be like customized programs as well as um, kind of your you know monthly programs mm-hmm. yep um, and just it's going to be catering to the amateur to like the privateer pro mm-hmm. um, and just trying to basically it'll be, you know, five, six days a week. Every day is planned out um, for training, whether it's cardio, gym, um, you know, technique tips for on the dirt bike, um, all that stuff. So it's it's actually pretty it's going to be pretty comprehensive. And like when we got together last week and kind of started brainstorming ideas and how we're going to go about it, um, it just seemed like it got more and more exciting the more we talked about it. Mm hmm. 
And, and you'll be hands on with this, like you'll be hands on with this, and, and working you and John, and 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 you know, bouncing ideas off and trying to trying to get feedback from your your clients, I guess, and and, and modify programs and such. Well, and that's what's cool is, I mean, obviously, you know, I've been a professional dirt bike racer for twelve years, yeah. so it's not like I went to, I haven't had the time to go to college, right? Um, other than just reading and educating myself that way. So with Miles, he's bringing in the the intelligence in the gym, yep. strength and conditioning. He's bringing in that part of it. Wesling is really knowledgeable with the cardio and aerobic training. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of bringing in the dirt bike side of it with technique. So I think the three of us combined, it actually brings a kind of a complete package. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be involved like the day-to-day stuff. That's right. my biggest thing is even though I'm still training and racing, and that's kind of my main goal is I still want to be involved day-to-day. Um, and then obviously when I'm done racing, it's just it's kind of going to be hopefully – um, something that'll be full time for me. Will Phil get a discount, or will Phil have to pay full price? I mean, we might be able to work out a code. Okay, him. all right, all right, sounds good. Uh, Maybe, but he has to be nice to me first. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> trolltraining.com. Go there and and check it out. Uh, I think that's that's really cool. I think that's that's interesting for sure, especially because I've had many a private conversations with you where you know I think you know what works and what what doesn't work also. Right. There's some things that you're just like, oh, these guys, like whoever it is, you know, uh, the yeah. industry as a whole. You're just like, oh, man, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. yeah, you definitely have some experience there. Yeah. And honestly, it's just about wanting to give back and educate. Like, I just want to educate people. And and, you know, there's been a lot of trial and error throughout my career. Mm-hmm. And, and if we can help, you know, kind of expedite the process for some of these younger racers or some of these vet riders and yeah. provide tips, um, uh, you know, I'm all about it. And it so. won't break the bank either. You know, it's not going to be like a full-time, like, a, you know, riding facility, riding trainer, that type of stuff, which is, you know, pretty expensive. So, yeah, um, yeah exactly. That's I mean, it'll be kind of one of those things where you basically just need a gym membership and some cardio equipment right. and, um, you know, just go to your local track a couple times a week or whatever. What's the biggest mistake that you see in our industry with other riders and other trainers and things like that? I mean, I don't, you don't need to name any names or whatever, but what's the biggest thing that kind of makes you shake your head a little bit at stuff that you hear? Oh, that's a can of worms there. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? Like I said, you don't got to be like, hey, this rider. But is there stuff that you're just like, look, there's two. Like, I, I, I know Red Dog. Okay. He's also yeah. very experienced, very smart about this stuff. And it's through a long career uh, in the in the industry as a rider and then now as a coach. And he's just like, look, he firmly believes that these guys bicycled way too much. He's like, there's yeah. too much bicycling going on. He's, he's like, I get it. You need to do it for sure. These guys do too much. They don't ride their bikes enough. That's his thing. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you? Yeah. No, I would echo that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think Red Dog's on point. Like, why? I mean, you're a professional. You're an amateur motocross racer. Your job is to ride a dirt bike. So, I mean, doing intervals, doing a 5K effort on the run, running or rowing before you go up to show up to ride your dirt bike is, is pointless in my mind. I think intensity off the dirt bike has to be very managed and very mm-hmm. calculated. Yep. Um, cause ultimately, you know, the dirt bike for most people pays the bills. Yeah. Um, if that is their job, um, having said that designing a strength program where you're, you know, even like a deadlift squats, like these are actually really, really basic, but important exercises, yep. you know? Um, so not shying away from like having a proper gym program. And I think that the tricky part, which you don't really see a lot of in the sport is combining cardio, the gym and the riding together. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it can be kind of a tricky process right? and for sure. Yeah. But I, I think the biggest thing is just limiting intensity though, because you want to get a lot of the intensity on the dirt bike and make sure you're fresh and can absorb that mm-hmm. training. So, you know, that's a big one. You know, what's awesome about moto is whether you're 
a short guy like yourself or your brother. You're a string bean like Damon Huffman, two-time champion. You're Weston Pike, podium guy in the 450 class. Like, you can be Ricky Carmichael. You can be any body type and be successful in our sport. And that's where I think where you're like riding the dirt bike is super important because you can be any body type. You can have any kind of, you know, cardio level, you know, per se. I don't mean like I mean, you got to yeah. have good cardio level, but, you know, the, the big beefy guys that maybe don't have, you know, great cardio on a bicycle can also podium a supercross just like a string bean, you know, a uh, hundred and fifty pound guy can also podium a four for the supercross race. Well, and honestly, Steve, yeah, you brought up another great point. Everyone is different, and everyone has their own specific needs. Yeah. Um, I've I've had teammates had really weak shoulders or really weak knees, um, or even their ankle stability wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like designing programs catered to their strengths and weaknesses, I think is important. I think you get in tr- you get in trouble when you're just kind of a one size fits all program um, because everyone has you know. There may be a guy that dislocated his shoulder for two, three years in a row, and like that's his priority is to strengthen that shoulder so that doesn't happen again. Right. Um, you know, not just just not throwing him through a burpee challenge every year. That's not going to fix the problem. <laughs> a burpee challenge. Yeah, I like so, it. Yeah. Uh, yep. So when are you going to start? When's that? When's trolltraining. dot com go live and all of that? Um. And- so yeah, we're really pushing. We've been working on it for probably about a month now, but we definitely are we're wanting to drop some. Just kind of the first phase, I guess, December 4th. Okay, um, so awesome. Right after Thanksgiving, we're hoping to get that live and up and going. So right. we're working on the website right now, and then we're ha- hoping to have an app, which is something that Miles Brazil was able to bring to the table. So he runs a, a regular gym out of Reno, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually showed me his app and how he works with his gym, and I was, like, blown away. I couldn't, like, I was super impressed with how the app works. So yeah. um, that's one thing I'm really stoked is when we get the app out and going, I think people are going to be pretty pretty surprised and pretty pumped with it. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Just as long as you don't, you know, say don't e-bike ride, you know, as long as that's not a recommendation to not e-bike ride, I'm on board. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, we could have a, I mean, that's what's cool, too, is I feel like the there's a lot of, you know, other than just motocross, I mean, whether it's mountain biking or, you know, even like uh, mechanics, you know, mechanics are always looking to kind of keep their fitness up when they're on the road and stuff. So there's definitely, a, you know, a lot that we could tap into there for programs other than just the motocross person. But, I mean, that's kind of going to be our focus off the bat for sure. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. As long as you keep, as long as you, yeah, you admire, you, you, you stay by the fact that you e-bike rides are fine. I'm okay with that. Um, what <laughs> I mean, we, hey, I'm proud of you, Steve. I'm proud of you. You've honestly lost a lot of weight. You've leaned out, and you look good these last couple of years. Wow. So. It's, thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to keep on grinding. Uh, <laughs> Alex Martin on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast, number 140. And what do you – so you were trying to push something on me the other day, and I I have my smashed my phone. I went over the bars the other day on my mountain bike, and I smashed my phone. So mm-hmm. I'm, I grabbed an old phone, so I don't have our text messages in there. But I wanted to bring this up in the podcast. I was thinking um, before I went over the bars and smashed my phone. Um, <laughs> I what, what are you put, what are you doing with this uh, this supplement stuff? I thought it was Arma, but it's not. What 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 is it again? Oh, split split Sp- nutrition. That's it. Split nutrition. Yes. Yeah. So actually, honestly, pretty cool. Obviously, split nutrition was a sponsor of my troll train mm-hmm. vlog yep. for the YouTube stuff. Um, I had a split helmet this year. And they were, I guess, pretty, pretty pumped. They were really blown away by the amount of people that reached out to them and bought the product because of their support of motocross. Um, so as kind of a thank you, they're doing like a limited edition split nutrition box with me on the, me on the box. Yeah. 
Um, so cool. Yeah, just trying to trying to sell for them. I'm gonna be getting a little percentage of it, which is which is awesome. Kind of a thank you from them to me. Um, but yeah, just I'm gonna be on the box. So it's kind of like your, you know, it's not a Wheaties. Obviously, that's like very yes, you know, historic and stuff. But in a way, it kind of feels like that. Like I'm actually really really proud and cool pumped to the product. And uh, yeah, it'll be cool. You're gonna send so. me some, right? I'm getting some to try. I'm sending you some nice. yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Nice, can't wait. Um, yeah. As long as it doesn't affect my armor contract, you know, because I'm armor. No, athlete, no, you're but, good. Right. I, I mean, I told you, armor is, right. you know, electrolytes, <laughs> protein powder. This is peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. That's where I was confused when you were telling me that. But uh, yeah. uh, the vlogs, really, I've watched most of those uh, this year. I probably watched, yeah, I'd say most of them. Um, and people dig them, man. They're, you guys do a good job with them. Um, I think the it really get people a look behind the scenes and. Um, so yeah, keep that up. I imagine they are going to keep going, uh, and you have to be kind of blown away by the response a little bit. Honestly, Steve, I'm really blown away. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think most people would agree. My brother and myself have not been like the best with social media. We're not too savvy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, like the feedback and the the interaction with fans and like questions, and that's kind of how like this whole train troll training dot com yep. started. Is like people were asking me on there like you know, how do you go through a set of whoops? Like, why are you eating sweet potatoes and chicken on race day? Like people are asking all these, like for me, what seems like basic questions, mm-hmm. right? Cause I've been doing it for so long. I take it for granted. Yep. Uh, but I feel like there's definitely a, a, a fair population out there that is just interested in what we eat on race day, how we train and that sort of thing. So, uh, it's been kind of cool and that's what kind of got everything started. But, um, it's been fun, like being able to interact with people and just show them like what's part of a program. Cause to be honest, Steve, like, there's no sense in me hiding or being all secretive about it because yep. it, it really, at the end of the day, it's just hard work wins. And if you're working the hardest, you're going to win. Um, there's nothing secret about it. So. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and, the man, yeah, you gotta be, are you making any money off YouTube off those? Like you get enough money to get, get enough views to make a little bit of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we didn't, we didn't make any in Supercross, but outdoors, we finally got monetized. Cause I think it takes like, yeah, you need a thousand subscribers and like 10,000 watch hours. Yep. And then once you hit that threshold, then you're monetized. Yep. So. Yeah, good. But yeah. Like, uh, honestly, though, I, I give kudos to Deegan, you know, Hayden Deegan. Yep. I mean, that kid, the following that he's built already, and he's not even pro yet, it's, like, kind of insane. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. But on, but also, and I like Brian. I've known Brian for a long time. I go back to the Triple X days with him when I hung out with him in Gainesville uh, for a, a couple of weeks. But, yeah. um. It's, it's a little much. I, it's a little too scripted. It's a little much for me. I didn't feel like that watching your stuff. Your stuff's pretty, hey, here I am having a conversation with Jeremy or, or Jeremy Albrecht or, or, or Jeremy Martin or whoever, and you're, 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 you're a fly on the wall. Some, some of Brian's stuff, I'm like, okay, stop it. You know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I like how it literally looks like you're not, you know, when we, you and I have been at the races forever, so the stuff that you're filming is just stuff that you would be doing anyways, you know? Well, and yeah, that's the thing is like, I'm just trying to be as real. Yeah. I mean, that, that's me in a sense. Like, that's the way I am. Like, if I'm not on the podium or at least bare minimum top five, like, I'm pissed. Yeah. 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 Really, right? <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, especially when you break your leg without even crashing. That also sucks. Yeah. Well, and then the, for that one, my uh, my guy, Briar, he dropped the SD card and we lost it. So, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> we, lost, we lost all that footage from the whole morning. Yeah. No way. Oh, man. Um, Max's tires, of course. Uh, Alex Ray, Justin Rodbell using Max's tires out there. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. The UTV tires, light truck tires, mountain bike tires. I love the uh, Max's Minions. I use those on my mountain bikes, and they're fantastic. So thanks to the folks at Maxis.com 
for supporting the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast with Alex Martin. Um, hey, let's talk a little bit about JGR. Um, obviously, you're home for a couple of years, and they 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 work hard. It is, it's a fucking real shame, uh, Troll Train, that that they're gone. Like I, I'm, I've been texting with Corey a little bit uh, here and there. And I'm just bummed, man. I mean, obviously, it's never good to lose Geico either, but somehow this JGR thing hits me harder. Like, I'm just bummed. Yeah, well, I think it was one of those teams that, I mean, they've been around for just shy of 15 years, and everybody, I mean, especially like you and Weege, you go over there, and, yeah. you know, you, you, t- you steal the donuts and steal the food. And, like, <laughs> Well, why, like, why can't we just take it and bring it home during the week, of course? Yeah, <laughs> yeah save some money. Right. Um no, like everybody on the team, it was just like between J Bone and Renee and Lee and the truck driver Big John and Wes, like and even last year with like Bud Man and all the mechanics. Like it was just a fun vibe. Mm-hmm. It was a good group of people. And um, you know, it's cool that Koi basically just had this passion to race have a dirt bike team um for that long. And it just sucks that like I always just thought they would figure something out because it's like it's JGR. Right. right. With their NASCAR connections, like sponsors wouldn't be an issue. Um, I, I kind of believe think that if Coy hadn't went into NASCAR full time, it might still be around. I feel yep. like he just kind of was too busy, right? And, and like he just wasn't willing to put the money in, and and I can't blame him honestly. But in the same sense, it's really not good for a sport, right? No, it's not. When and when they can't get a title sponsor and all of that, you know, like geez, you know, especially Geico too. No, it's it's unbelievable. Um, and, and yeah, it's just uh, it's not a good look for a sport, of course. And I wish Suzuki, you know, Suzuki, from what I know, really lowballed them. Suzuki seems like they don't want to go racing at that high level, you know? So they're to blame for some of it, I think. I think if Suzuki had come in with any kind of offer that matched before, Koi would still be racing, you know? So, yeah. well, I mean, I honestly, I was sitting in the, you know, with a broken leg at Paula, sitting in the lounge, talking to Jabo and a wheeler. And I was just like, dude, if we, like, a third year on this bike, um, you know, I know we don't have electric start, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, I mean, this year they JGR didn't have a lot of funding, so I feel like we did pretty damn well for what Suzuki was giving them. Yep. Um, I mean, they didn't even be able to win a moto outdoors and get some podiums. And you know, Jimmy D and KP got podiums in Supercross. Hill won a race on the bike. Like, if you could, if they could have just invested a little bit more, yeah, I feel like the next year could have been that much better. And it's just a shame that they didn't see the value in that um, and weren't able to commit. So it's a bummer. I, I feel like your bike was, it was not a star Yamaha, but I feel like it was on the level of everyone else. Did, did, did you feel like that? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously my results were there, but also just, I mean, I, I did enjoy riding the bike. I mean, I think that those guys, Dean and the guys did a great job with getting some more horsepower out of that bike. Like mm-hmm. it was, I wasn't complaining about it being slow for the most part. I mean, right. you know, we all have our moments, but for the most part, like I, I whole shot it and, yeah. um, you know, the bike was handling, was working a lot better this year. So, um, and that's where I felt like that third year could have been, right. you know, a pretty good year. Um, and it just sucks. That it wasn't able to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just, yeah, you think about the Geico team and you think of the JGR team and all the people that don't have jobs and, you know, didn't, some guys got picked up by Honda, but for the most part, man, it's rough, you know, and that, that's not never good. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I guess it's just one chapter coming to a close. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Rock River Yamaha Manaluk uh, Merge Racing Team. Uh, that's uh, that's exciting though. Troll Train back on Yamaha. Um, so yeah, you you should be uh, a pretty good. The, the 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 base setting will be really good, and then Jim Lewis will work his magic in there at some point. So yeah. Um, 
So yeah, hash, hashtag Blue Crew. Bro. Yeah, Blue Crew, you are back, and 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 Jer is back, and I'm sure you will jump on his bike at some point when you guys are just <laughs> riding together, and 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 you know you get to try that a little bit also. So then don't den- yeah. you can deny that, Alex, but there's just no way. There's no way you can. Yeah, that'll never happen. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, hey, what's the what's a basic like going back to trolltraining.com, What What's a basic thing that okay we talked about the 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 thing stuff that you maybe doesn't that makes you shake your head a little bit but what do you what do you firmly believe in for training like what's a couple of your things that you've found over the years really works and like uh, uh, for for any kind of motocross racer is there some like a fundamental belief that you're like you need to do this um that's that's the tough part is like I went through points in my career where i mean in 11 10 mod days i think i ran 1400 miles i think that yeah. year yeah yeah for training right. you know that's all i did was run right <laughs> and i've had years like with osha where all we did was mountain bike and all we did is cycle yeah um, i think i had like over 5,000 miles on a bicycle in 15 <laughs> so i think now towards the end of my career i realized that like i think the older you get strength training is more important i think for injury prevention um having a proper gym program strength program where you're i mean it's Everybody kind of gets caught up on like arm pump, you know, strength yeah. is going to give you arm pump. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. it's, it's so vital for just injury prevention and making sure that when you hit the ground, you're, you can get back up. Um, and I think it's just that whole approach of having good cardio, um, limiting the intensity, like when you're really going to go hard, like, okay, let's do some intervals, you know? Right. Uh, but then also making sure you have the proper aerobic base. Um, so the running, cycling, skier, gym, yeah. um, the, it has to be the whole thing, you know? And I feel like that's how you design a proper program is just taking each one of those things into consideration. It's very hard to just focus on one thing and be like, yeah, just, just run. Right. Right. Or just mountain bike or or just bicycle or whatever. Right. 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 And also it probably keeps it from being boring, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I used to hate the rower. I used to hate the skier, but I've realized the importance of like upper body cardio and like strengthening your upper body. Right. You know, I used to hate the gym, but now I'm like, now I kind of get excited about like trying to improve my deadlift or whatever, you know? (laughs) Do you you think when you retire, you'll stay down there in in Florida? I know your wife's uh, got a a job down there and everything. Do you think that's where you'll stay or are you going to go back to Rochester? We'll probably head back to Minnesota. So yeah. De- de- the parents are getting old, and Jeremy and I will probably have to help out one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for Millville. Yeah. Do you see yourself running Millville? Do you think that'll? Do you think you'll do that? Like in twenty years? I mean, yeah. You got to think. Like I grew up in Millville. I was born there in '89. My parents bought it in '88. Um, that's that's my house. You know, that's yeah. my home. So yeah, I, I couldn't. I don't think I could ever see Jeremy and I have talked about this, especially my brother with him being, you know, breaking his back and like. Yeah. I mean, he definitely was like, man. If I can't come back to racing, like, what am I going to do? Right. Uh, and he, he's he's smart enough to realize, he's like, Al, he's like, I'm too stupid to do anything else. He's like, I got to make this moto thing work. And you're, and you're like, you're absolutely right, Jer. You are too I'm stupid. Like, yeah, you're pretty dumb, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I think in some capacity we will help yeah. out of Millville, and I just can't see it going to someone else. You know, it's that's our right. house and that's their home. So I uh, – if I'm still going there, which God help me if I am not. If I am, I mean, God help me if I am. If I'm still going, I can't wait to listen to the Alex, Jeremy uh, yelling at each other about track prep or jumps or anything else on the track. Like, I just can't wait. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I'm, you know, I plan to make some mountain bike trails around there, so you better bring your taser. No, yeah. No, I'll be there for sure. Uh, <laughs> your brother, by the way, I think your brother and I, I think we're okay. He was sort of upset about my dealership jokes. But I think we're okay now. I, I got to tread lightly with that. But... <laughs> It's like every yeah, time, whatever. Every, whatever. T- every time I, every time I get good with Jeremy, I say something or make fun of him, and he gets right back to square one where he starts hating me. 
So. Oh, right, right. Yeah, he's sensitive. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Um, and then, uh, so that'll be interesting to see uh, how everything's going for your for the for the year for the racing year, Alex. And then, of course, trailtraining.com and everything else you got going on. That's uh, that's pretty cool, man. Um, well, I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you. Troll train. Thank yeah, Steve. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll definitely be going to you for advice. <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, do the opposite of whatever I say, though. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank FXR Racing and Race Tech, of course, uh, and Max's Tires, Namira Pistons, and Firepower, all on board with this Privateer Island podcast with the uh, Troll Train, Alex Martin. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, uh, Privateer Podcast. <laughs> yeah, how weird is that, right? I mean, God, yeah. dude, it's been, well, 2010? 2000 no 2012 no well i mean i was 11 10 and 11 12 13 oh. they've kind of folded halfway through oh was it 13 okay yeah yeah the rock river was i mean i was still privateer with rock river in 14 and 15 yeah that's true you're right that's but still, in 15 I, we were getting engines from yamaha right that's true so, and technically honestly next year like we will be getting some help from yamaha so i don't know if I, you can even consider me privateer but i mean i'll Whatever, just I'll take it. Just take it. Yeah, you're private here. That 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 that'll be the bottom line. So um, it'll be uh, it'll be great to see that for sure. So thanks uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Good luck with all the new ventures, and I'm sure we'll be talking, man. Thank you. All right, thanks, Steve.